Hello, and welcome to The Worst Best Sellers, where we read about uh, 200 or so books, so you don't have to. I'm Kate. And I'm Renata. And for this episode, we have prepared a 200th episode dazzling spectacular. Joining us for this very special episode are professional DM and returning guest by marriage, Walt McCoff, and returning guest and Bella Swan apologist, Danielle. Hello, Walt and Danielle. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Hi. Normally, I feel like we would make more of a deal about like, let's introduce them separately so people can tell their voices apart. But I do feel like in this case, we have one <laughs> fairly masculine voice and one fairly feminine voice. So it's, it's pretty. It's like a fun easy, puzzle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've given you all the clues. <laughs> So as as Kate mentioned, this is our 200th episode, which is so wild. <laughs> and and thank you all for listening to, to to however many of those you listen to, even if it wasn't all 200. That's fine. Some of them aren't that good, probably. But this one's going to be great. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so bad at doing hype. I- <laughs> sorry let me restart they're all great and this one's gonna be the greatest Mm -hmm. and but also if you don't like it i'm sorry i was i was on a work (laughs) call the other day and they were like oh should the flyer say uh like made possible by funding from my organization and i was like oh well i guess and then i was like no yes it should say that i'm sorry you're correct i just defaulted to my usual like oh no i won't take credit for anything like yes actually legally it doesn't need to say that (laughs) (laughs) yeah so legally this is our 200th episode um legally walt is a returning guest by marriage because his wife annie has been um most recently on the ring of endless light episode which was a full delight if you didn't listen to that please return and uh so we're doing something a little bit special for this episode um and instead of reading another dumb book because we've read so many of those uh approximately 200 you know a little more a little less because some of those episodes were also not about books but some of them were about multiple books so and some of them were flashback summer. Yes. Yeah. W- yeah, which is books. It all um, evens out in the wash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're, we'll, we'll, this is episode 200. And instead of reading a book, we are playing a custom game of Dungeons and Dragons. And so if you are like, oh, I don't like D&D podcasts. And I came to you because I want a book podcast. Just like, please don't add us because it will hurt our feelings and just go ahead and skip this episode. And I'm, I'm just being so honest. It's just We'll be back in two weeks with a book. We'll be back to normal. We're not like full-time pivoting to be like an adventure zone or whatever. We will be sticking with our core competency, which is books. But just just for a treat, we're going to do something a little different. And hopefully uh, hopefully it's fun to listen to. I'm sure that's going to be fun for us. And, and maybe that's all that really matters. <laughs> yeah walt is uh we'll give we'll give the reins of the podcast which is also a horse over to walt in one moment i'm climbing up onto it now please yeah (laughs) just stretch Um, stretch (laughs) we're all in the saddle club because the podcast is a horse and 
Why? Why are you still talking? Why? I don't think any of us know. Yes. You have to ride 200 I horses. don't know. Well, what I was trying to say is we're giving the reins to Walt because he is a very cool professional dungeon master. And we have, no joke, like played games with Walt just for fun, not recorded them for anyone. Just like secret fun games like normal people <laughs> might play. Non-podcasters might play. Um, his company is called First Time at the Table. And so as you might guess, it's geared toward people who it's maybe their first time playing D&D. They wanted to get into it, but they don't know anyone cool enough to be a DM. So you you get your new friend Walt to do it for you. And um and he's it's really fun. And you'll you'll find out very soon how fun it is. Hey, and and sometimes those games are themed around Taylor yes, Swift they songs. Are. And sometimes they are sessions. That was that a fun was adventure. Uh, yay! Well, uh, this one is a, a worst bestseller themed game um, because you know why not two hundred, I guess ish. I mean, I, I was very confident about it before the <laughs> intro, but two hundred. I'm going to say. Uh, <laughs> Uh, just a quick rundown before, uh, if for anyone who is is uh, thinks they're not into D&D podcasts and yet is still listening because they want this one to be the one that finally does it, uh, it's going to happen. Uh, really quick primer on Dungeons & Dragons and how it works. Uh, this is a collaborative tabletop storytelling game. We're all going to tell a story tonight. Uh, the three of you are each playing a character. I am playing everybody else. I have a really rough basic outline of what this game could be and what this story is in mind. But um, we're going to decide on what most of it is through the one central mechanic of all of Dungeons and Dragons, which is no matter what, I tell you what is happening. You say what your characters want to do in response to that. And then we roll a bunch of dice to figure out if you're good or bad at it. And um, usually it's funny if you're bad at it. So, uh, you know, everybody, everybody get your dice ready. It's going to be great. It's going to be very silly and very fun. Our story tonight is set in the mythical land of Dwartensia, an Elysian paradise of Tolkien-esque, sort of high fantasy <laughs> bullshit. Uh, the hills are rolling, the world building is coherent, all stories are enjoyed with an appropriate candy pairing. Uh, but, you guys, there's a problem. Um, suddenly, for seemingly no reason, one morning, everyone wakes up, and all of the books are bad. No. Um, I know. Uh, none of the Dwartensian scholars can explain why, but without warning, every piece of written text across the realm has become warped and unknowable, sodden with cliche and adverbs. Uh, plot threads are left dangling. Protagonists are denied agency. Every copy of Animorphs has been completely replaced by Stephanie Meyer's oh. host. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> All of them, just across the board. Um, at the end of every altered book is a mysterious symbol. Uh, it is a stylized J written in incredibly bad handwriting and dripping with what appears to be slime. Um, that is the only clue as to the nature of this um if for lack of a better word or extant word, embaddening of all of the books. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, no one in the land is sure how to rectify this, but the three of you have been called in dreams, summoned by voices you can't fully describe, to travel to the base of the highest mountain in Juartensia and possibly undertake a danger-filled journey to save the world and everyone's casual summer reading. Um, at the base of the trail, you see a stooped, hooded figure awaiting you. But before we meet them, let's meet all of you. Uh, so the three of you, uh, go ahead and take turns. I'd just love to hear who are you playing tonight and from whence have you come to begin this amazing journey? Um, and by the way, I think Danielle should go first. And also I got so excited to introduce Walt that we didn't really gush about Danielle in all fairness. And so Danielle, of course, is a many time returning guest on the podcast and a, a true twilight head and, and we love her and we're so glad she's yeah. here. She and did DM the last time we did a D&D game on the podcast. It was DM mm-hmm. by Danielle, who did a fantastic job and uh, sent us on a journey that we will never forget of giving <laughs> Renesme some agency in her life. Yes, my boo. <laughs> I honestly have fantasy Kesha scrawled on a note on my desk because it was so great. Uh, uh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so when I first made this character, I made her in the present day before I knew we were going to fantasy land. Uh, but I'm still oh, don't worry Angela about that. Weber. <laughs> I'm, I'm Angela Weber from the Twilight Universe. Yeah, I'm a sage cleric and I am back in Forks. Or wherever we are, Duartensia. Which is in Duartensia, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) I was uh, with my family after a strange plague hit the land, Um, but now I've left and I'm in Duartensia ready to be back out healing people. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Well, I don't, I don't really need that because I, that, I was trying to do a Wolverine voice. I came like a valley girl. <laughs> oh, no, we're, we're all right there with you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Seamless transition. I, I don't really, I don't know, uh, whatever. I don't really need healing because I'm Wolverine. <laughs> Uh, which which in the context of this game means that i'm a a mountain dwarf fighter because i'm (laughs) i'm very short and very strong and powerful and cool and Mm -hmm. you know i'm just i'm just along for the journey i guess and i am an earth genasi I'm a bard. I have worked as uh, an acrobat where I um, used my acrobatic skills to help foil some evil plans in my hometown and became a bit of a folk hero to the people um, from the island where I'm from. And I have since gone out into the world to pursue my fortunes as a performer. Uh, And my name's Dwayne. The Rock Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest slow walked intro ever. <laughs> uh, welcome. Welcome to the adventure, everybody. Uh, so uh, Logan, uh, actually, Logan, do you do you prefer Logan or Wolverine? And I guess Dwayne, do you prefer Dwayne or The Rock? I'm going to go with Dwayne. The Rock is my stage name. When I'm performing my Earth Genasi <laughs> feats of acrobatics while made of solid rock. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Yes, yeah. that's pretty cool, I guess. Uh, my friends, <laughs> my friends call me Logan, so you can call me Wolverine. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> and Angela, any any spin you want to throw on? Does yeah, Angela just... ever have a nickname? <laughs> no, she's just Angela. <laughs> 
Love it. All right. Angela Wolverine, The Rock, you uh, have been summoned by these dreams to protect, perhaps set things right here in Jortensia. And like I said, you approach the tallest mountain in the land, and at its foot stands a gnarled, stooped figure. Uh, as you draw closer, you see that it is this sort of wizened old man clutching a staff, and he looks at you with one sort of bulging eye and says, Greetings, adventurers. You have answered the call. Our realm faces utmost peril, and only you three may abate it. I am but a humble and narratively convenient quest giver. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm familiar with your tone. (laughs) You look like you knew the deal. (laughs) What is truly important here is who the three of you are. Avatars and guardians of old, destined to save Duartensia from ruin, the blight upon our land can be traced to this mountain, at the top of which sits the fabled Hall of Steaks and Cakes, from which all blessings flow. For eons... Now now I'm interested. (laughs) (laughs) For eons, the Hall of Steaks and Cakes has served up delicious heaping helpings of balance to the land, but something has occurred to knock things askew, and you must right it. Pass through the Pilgrim's Gate, cross the treacherous valley of many seasons, and make your way into the Hall of Steaks and Cakes to discover how to rectify everything. All your questions shall be answered at the top of the mountain, perhaps with some kind of relevant callback that will make my thing here make sense. Anyway, bye! And then he disappears. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's cheat day, so I'm up for some steaks and cakes. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So shortly up the path, uh, you see the Pilgrim's Gate, which the old man first mentioned. It is this giant towering, uh, uh, probably 30 foot tall stone wrought gate. Um, And through it, you can view kind of a, a wooden platform that extends out about 30 feet. It leads to a very steep pathway up the mountain, and there is emblazoned upon it a tablet that reads, Only the most dedicated, hardworking, and smizable may pass through the Pilgrim's Gate and to the halls above, lest they die forlorn on the side of the mountain for some reason we won't go into. And then in all capital letters underneath, it says, We are all rooting for you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> So you're standing I, I only understand that reference because I work with so many teenage girls. Yeah, kind of weird though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, can I do a perception check just to see if there's any like traps or something? Yeah, absolutely. All right, come on, dice. I roll. Well, that's a five. So yeah, I, look, I, looks good. I, I would. <laughs> I would like to do a scent-based perception check. <laughs> uh, well, I, I got a nine for scent. <laughs> smells uh, smells um, flowery, I would say. Flowery. Not my favorite. <laughs> no, 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 not cool. <laughs> yeah, Jubilee keeps bringing this Bath and Body Works seasonal scents in and stinking up the whole mansion. Yeah. <laughs> It's very that. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess I guess time's a waste, and and those steaks sound pretty good. So I'm just yeah, I'm just gonna go. Excellent. Start start going. You uh, cross the threshold. I need you to roll me a charisma saving throw. Mm. I'm I'm not very charismatic, actually. 
That's a eleven minus one, <laughs> aka ten. <laughs> I, I, as you begin to cross the plane, your uh, your foot extends to to set down on this long wooden walkway leading to the to the path up the mountain, and suddenly it you are stopped as soon as you cross the threshold of the gate. There's sort of a vibrating sound, and you feel every atom in your body vibrating, and you are thrown backwards, uh, and you take three damage. Ow, my adamantium. Um. <laughs> it is not. It, it is not pulled out of your skin. It's that's not happened this time. Yeah, I'm like Renata. Do you just have infinite hit points? <laughs> yeah. Should I see five hundred? I'll post the character sheet later. I took every kind of feat that I could do to like. I have the feat durable, and I have um a second wind. Um, and I have fighting style defense, so I have everything I could do to make it make make him as strong of a boy as possible. But I do have a, a sadly finite number of hit points, actually. <laughs> huh, okay, I'll go next. My charisma is a little bit okay. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Uh, right. Are you doing anything to prep before you go through the gate, or are you just trying? You trying? Um, to I have a I have a heavy shield. No, wait. Yes, I have a I have heavy armor and a shield. So I think I'm gonna put on some heavy armor. Excellent. Okay. All right, here we go. All right, uh, sixteen plus two, eighteen. Awesome. You uh, you put on this this heavy armor, and I think you start to walk through. And you um, I think the the two of you watching, uh, Dwayne and Wolverine, like this armor. It looks kind of clunky. I think when Angela first puts it on, but as soon as she steps through this gate, she takes a very authoritative step, one foot down, and suddenly, like she is working this armor. This armor like glistens in the light. It fits every contour and she sort of sashays down through the gate, down this runway uh, and makes her way through. And as she sets her foot on the other side of the walkway, uh, there is an explosion of light, uh, a small uh, sort of light humming sound in the air that you didn't even know was there cuts out and uh, the floral scent dissipates as Angela stands at the end of the runway waiting for you. I am... yeah, get over here, strong boys. So I look at the, the carving again and like the, the tablet carving and think to myself for a moment and say, I think I know how to handle this. And with my, you know, actor training and, you know, my, my fame for my folk heroicness, I've met a lot of people. I have an inkling about this. So I smize my heart out and very confidently start to strut myself, strut my stuff as if I am walking across a catwalk and as charisma check uh yeah actually this is going to be performance and because you said the word smize you get excellent okay uh so that first one's a 14 plus my performance is very good six so my first one's a dirty 20 my second one is a 18 so either way nice that dirty 20 is just enough. Uh, you start to walk through and then you turn, you pop an eyebrow, you smize, the gate shatters. Just boom, explodes outwards uh, with the, the force of your sheer unbridled charisma. Uh, and uh, the, the runway collapses in on itself and you are free to make your way up the path um, of the, the tallest mountain in Dwartensia. Wolverine is also welcome to come now. Oh, so, so, I, so I don't have to do that. Like, <laughs> I mean, I mean, you can if you want to. I kind of want to see how it goes. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, no, smiles, I, my dude. Uh, Wolverine does a perception check to see if there's any cameras. <laughs> 
Which is which is a twelve for looking for hidden cameras. You see no cameras. <sighs> he. All right, Dwayne, get your phone out. <laughs> no. Wait, sorry. Get your, get your fantasy. Get your stone of five speech. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wolverine uh, growls and huffs and and smizes just a little bit and. Mm-hmm. Stocks stocks his short little legs up to catch with the rest of the group. <laughs> roll, me a, roll me a real quick performance check. You said smile, so you can get advantage if you want. I am in minus one of performance. Well, the first one would be an eight, and the second one would be a four, and that feels about right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what in. As soon as you do the Wolverine version of smizing, um, you see a flash of light, and you look over, and there's a guy in a hat that has a press card on it standing on <laughs> bushes, and he says, "Oh boy." Scoop and runs away. But <laughs> <laughs> yes. you have never, uh, you never have... going to hear the end of this one. <laughs> <laughs> but you have passed through the Pilgrim's Gate. You make your way over a small rise and rolling out behind before you through the foothills of this mountain. Um, geology is not my thing, uh, but but uh, is it's, is it's okay. The... It's Dwayne's thing. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> He's got it covered. <laughs> it's, 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 it's people. Sorry. Um, that was very well timed for me. For those of you who can't see this, that was very well timed for me taking a drink out of my water bottle. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you see rolling out before you the Valley of the Many Seasons. Um, it is uh, There's a path that cuts through rolling hills cast in golden sunlight. The world here looks as though it is permanently being passed through the Clarendon filter on Instagram. <laughs> uh, everything is cultivated, curated, posed just right. Rocks glisten with little specks of granite. There's a babbling brook running across the path. And as you make your way down this grassy path towards this brook, right before you cross it, you see actually about uh, about 60 feet in front of you five figures standing in a field just off the path. Uh, and I will actually need all three of you to make a wisdom saving throw. Wisdom. Natural 20! I got a natural 22! Plus oh Yeah, God. I'm like, I got it. It's, oh shoot, you can't see because of the light glare. But <laughs> I'm using my Adventure Zone dice, so it's a Bureau of oh, Balance. Amazing. I got a 17 on my app that I have to use because oh. all my dice are in a box somewhere. <laughs> well, it's it's oh. just as valid. A um, 17, that's cute, I guess. <laughs> Excellent. So Wolverine and Angela, what you see across this creek uh, are these five figures um, dressed in some sort of like pinstriped uniform, and they are throwing and hitting a ball back and forth as they wear gloves. Um, The sun is behind them in a very uh, lovely glow. Um, But you also, you are aware as you, uh, uh, with that natural 20, that something, the air is a little thicker around you. And for a moment, you feel kind of drawn to these figures, but then you sort of shake it off. But you look over at Dwayne and see him, slowly stepping forward towards this towards this brook as the five figures walk uh, sort of get in a line and come forward to meet them um and Dwayne 
you know, this is an important day, obviously. Uh, this is one of the most important days in Duartensian history. You need to figure out why the, all the books are bad. But suddenly standing in this valley, hearing the sound of bats on balls, you just... You can't really help yourself. Suddenly, like a like a questionable husband on the day of his son's birth, you are filled with an overwhelming urge to just go play some softball. Uh, and, and you start walking across the brook, and the lead, uh, the the pitcher of the softball pitcher, sort of walks forward and says, "It's all right. Come join us." We are the five love languages, and we want you to feel right at home. Um, and as Dwayne, you are sort of making your way right up to this group. Uh, the other two of you see that um, there is something very strange going on, obviously. Uh, the, the one in front has these sort of like pointed looks, and he's just very lightly humming under his breath. Um, the one, the two on either side of him are, uh, one of them has a ball and a, and a glove, and he's sort of throwing the ball into the glove very rhythmically, and the other one is sort of tapping on his bat, which is also making this rhythmic sound. And then um, standing, uh, sort of flanking those three are just two zombies, straight up zombies in, in software, in softball <laughs> outfits, uh, and just kind of shambling along. And I think Dwayne, right as you get up to, uh, to this figure, he reaches out a hand and, let me see, uh, what is your armor class? It is a good question. Eleven. Eleven. And he reaches out and strokes your cheek and says, come, spend quality time with us. And you are shocked back with four. Uh, this is going to be a for four points of damage. Um, but you cannot actually escape his grip on your face as he holds you. And with that, we are going to roll some initiative. <sighs> Hell yeah. All right. Figure out what order everybody goes in. Ten. Ten for Angela. Twenty-one. Hell yeah. Also Lorraine. twenty-one for Dwayne. Ooh. All right. Then I'm going to say with that surprise round, you are shocked out of things. But um, actually, the 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 one in the front rolled even higher uh, than both of you. And so just as you are sort of coming to your senses, um, he places his other hand on the side of your face. And he says, no, quality time <laughs> and stares in your eyes. And I need you to make a DC and uh, a 13 intelli uh, saving throw. Oh, boy. Or rather, an intelligence uh, saving throw. Well, I rolled a 12. And I think I have, yes, zero to intelligence. So I... Oh, Wayne. <laughs> oh, no. All right. That's going to be... Rolling, rolling, rolling. 14 damage. As he just stares, and you are actually stunned as you stare deeply into his eyes. So because you are stunned, uh, you are going to... We'll go first with, uh, with Wolverine uh, and... Yeah, Wolverine, uh, you are up. You have the side. This siren is grasping the side of of the rock's face. Um, on either side of him, you have these uh, these two other baseball boys, and then you've got two zombies. I'm gonna take my long sword that I use instead of claws because it's just a little more <laughs> cool, I guess. Um, Someone has uh, to have three knives between your knuckles somewhere on the internet. <laughs> 
Yeah. That's a really good point. <laughs> like, I wrote down sword, and I feel like, can I just change that to, yeah, so by sword, I mean it's three knives. <laughs> <laughs> but they have the same stats as my sword from uh-huh, the list of options. Uh-huh. And I am I just want to, like, the guy who, I'm not fucking around, because this guy is, like, touching Dwayne in the face, and I don't care for that. So I'm just yeah. going to try to, like, stab him in the face in the back of the head, I guess. Wow. Okay, so yeah, you, you swing go, around behind. Irrational yeah, wanna... jealousy, perhaps, that someone else Ooh. is touching Dwayne intimately. No, I'm not saying I want to have quality time with Dwayne. I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> although, actually, now that I think about it as a dwarf, I don't know if I can reach that guy's head. So, I don't know. I just stab as high as I can reach. <laughs> you sort of Superman pose it. And yeah, yeah. you can get there. Um, although that was only a nine to hit, so. Uh, that does not do. So yeah, I think you definitely whiff on the back of the head. And he's but I of... get extra attacks. I'm just going to try again. And now I'm like really concentrating. <laughs> Heck yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause, uh, cause that was just a practice round. Cause this one was 23 to hit. Oh, absolutely. That hits. Yeah. Okay. And so that is one D eight. Where's that guy? Nope. It's this guy. Okay, well, I rolled a two. Sorry, I didn't. I usually make a note of myself. Do I get a plus on that of some uh, sort for your longsword? Uh, no, it's just straight up one d eight. Well, two. I do two, two two damage. All right, two d eight. Uh, okay, or sorry, one. Uh, so two damage. Uh, he takes that. I think that is actually enough that he sort of distracts him and his hands break away from Dwayne. Um, yeah. And so, uh, Dwayne, your next turn, you will be able to move the uh, the two the the rest of the ball players uh, or the, sorry the two <coughs> with the ball and the glove and the and the bat scatter a little bit, get a little bit of distance, and one of them turns to uh, the the siren who is in the front, uh, and he says acts of service and sort of whisks whisks his his ball glove at the uh, the siren, and you see the siren's head actually heal where you um where you bonked him. And then that's, the- that's kind of my thing. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the other one turns to uh, I'll say you, Wolverine, because you did just do the attack uh, and says whispers some trenchant um, words of deaffirmation into your into your uh, ear. Uh, no. And so you need to succeed on a wisdom saving throw. Seventeen. Oh yeah, that is plenty. Um, yeah, so that clears that. You shake it right <laughs> off. That is not your love language. Um, <laughs> Somewhere in the back of his mind, Dwayne uh, is taking notes. Yeah. <laughs> I love where this is headed. I, I thought you were also going to say Dwayne is remembering the time that he performed a lip sync to Shake It Off. <laughs> Which I feel like we as a society, society need to remember. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Angela, you are up. Okay, I have a question. If I did not like prepare a cantrip, can I still use it? Yeah, I think you can. Uh, we can do it on the fly a little bit. Okay, and then how close are we to the zombies? Uh, the zombies. So we'll say you are on the other side of this brook. 
So you're about 10 feet from the siren. I think the bards have sort of peeled off. They're about another 10 feet. So that's 20. And the zombies will put, uh, will put 35 feet away from you. 35. Ah, okay. The zombies are just outside of my range. I definitely you, had a, you can move. if you would like. I know, but 35 feet is like, cause I have to touch. I think I have to touch them for this one. Yes. I was looking to decompose. Cause I'm like, this thing is dead already. Um, but no, okay, I'll swap it. Then in that case, I'm going to do Sacred Flame because that can go up to 60 feet and I don't mm-hmm. have to move anywhere. Yeah, so I'm going to Sacred Flame on one of the zombies. Excellent. Yes. Oh, shoot. What do I have to roll? Um, is that a saving throw? Oh, no, the target must succeed on a dexterity saving throw or take 1d8 radiant damage. Not his strong suit. Um, <laughs> he's going to try to do that. Oh yeah, that does not go great for him. He rolls a six. Hey. All right, what well, I'm fifth level, so he's gonna take two d eight. Uno, God, are you a d eight? Yes. All right, come on. Yo, two eights. Bam, sixteen points of damage. That, wow, that hurts his pride. That hurts his dad. Uh, <laughs> so, so yeah, you uh, you. Yeah, that's what the, happens when you touch my boys. There we go. <laughs> am I, am I within that. high five range of Angela? Uh, absolutely. Well, we can. Yeah. It's, it's understood. As a, as it's a understood. bonus action, I reach out for a. <laughs> the zombie that the one that you just lev- wailed on is looking very rough, but it turns to you, Angela, uh, and it shambles forward to the brook, and it says gifts and throws a green <laughs> pot at you. Uh, uh, that's going to be a, that's going to be a 17. What is your armor class? Oh uh, yeah. 11 sages are not very strong boys. Oh yeah. Ouch. Okay. Okay. You're going to take five acid damage as this, uh, this jar like slams into your shoulder and sort of sizzles a little bit. Okay. And then Wolverine, you're kind of in the in the center of this scrum here, but uh, the last zombie shambles up to you and says, "Physical touch," and then just starts to sla- tries to slam you, and that's a fourteen. So I don't think it works. Nah, that's also not my love language. <laughs> yeah, wow, we're gonna nail that. We're gonna narrow this down. All right. So we are back to the top of the order. Uh, the siren, I think, sees you getting away a little bit, uh, uh, Dwayne, and starts to, um, that power's got to recharge. So he's just going to pull out a little dagger and try to poke you with it. Uh, and that's a 17. Oh, that hits. That. Wow. These guys are rolling distressingly well. Uh, that is going to be seven damage. But now it is Wolverine's turn. All right. Well,. I I don't care for that, so I'm gonna just try to stab that boy again. Do it. And that's a 17 to hit. Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. And that is a six slashing damage. Great. And second attack. Yep. That one is also a, that one's a 17 to hit. Mm-hmm. And that one is a three slashing damage. Okay. Excellent. Uh, Dwayne, you are now up. Okay, is he still, where is he still compared to me? He's in front of you. He's got Wolverine on the other side of him. And there's a zombie right next to Wolverine. The two bards are about 10 feet away. And there's the the really, really badly damaged zombie is like 20 feet away. Okay. 
I am going to... I should heal myself, but I don't think I'm going to do that. Um... <laughs> Scary the rock. I'm going to cast fear. Wait, can you cast fear on a zombie? I believe that undead are immune. Let me just let me check his let me check his stats real quick. He is no, he's actually only immune only immune to uh, poison. All right, so I'm gonna cast fear on the um, the zombie goes closest to Wolverine. Now I have to look it up on my spell list so I remember how to cast this. Is it cause fear or is it the spe- the spell fear? Um, the spell fear. Okay, so that's actually a, a cone. So you can catch, I would say, the siren, the zombie, and one of the bards. Okay, and I can I, I don't have um spell shaping, so I I can do that without also catching Wolverine. Um, you'd have to miss either the siren or the the um the zombie right on Wolverine, but you could get the you could get a bard. Okay, I'm gonna do the zombie and one of the bards then. Okay, so they're gonna make wisdom yes. saves. Oh, zombies. Wow, you guys are really hitting this zombie where it lives. Um, oh, yeah, they rolled a six and an 11. Yeah, okay. Uh, so they are now. Oh, my God, computer, I know. I know I'm trying to open a PDF uh, and you're so oh, mad. Oh, wow. About so it. they drop whatever they are holding. Yeah. So so the bard drops the bat that he's holding. Excellent. And uh, they are about to, to make a break for it and just start running away. Yes. Um, so they are uh, as far as they can get from me. And they are frightened until they yeah. uh, do a successful wisdom save. Excellent. Um, so great. The next turn is that bard and he just like books it. He just starts running away. Um, and uh, he cannot get out of your sight because there's just like a, some little rocks and stuff here. So I think he's going to take the dash action and just keep going. So that's at least one turn. The other bard looks around and sort of says, uh, acts of, service um <laughs> and he's gonna try to yeah he uh uh wisdom saving throw please from angela i think he saw you cast that flame oh shoot sorry I... okay there we are wisdom saving throw yeah. oh. oh and you get advantage mm. oh heck yeah well that's a three plus two so a five okay and that's an eight, so a ten. A ten. Oh no. Okay, you are. You now have. Um, he basically like throws himself out and offers himself up uh, to you, but like not in a weird way, uh, in a <laughs> combat way. Um, uh, and you now are going to have disadvantage on attacks on things that are not him. So he sort of like pulls focus, basically. Oh, this is great, actually. Um, <laughs> well, it is, it is your turn. Well, awesome. Oh. Yeah, because I had planned to use Word of Radiance, but I said, oh, no, the range is only five feet. But now he's right here. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's see what this is. Um, you utter a divine word and burning radiance erupts from you. So he needs to succeed on a constitution saving throw. Oh, no, he's such a soft boy, though. Yeah, oh, fuck him no. up, Angela. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that's a 13 ah yes and i'm at a 14 heck yeah okay so i 2d6 is damage all right that's a three and a two so a five five points of radiant damage damage all right he doesn't like it 
the two zombies are up. Uh, the one that was trying to, well, the one just runs and the one that would, that was throwing stuff uh, is going to, what's he going to fling at you? Kind of throw his small hands for 20 feet of it. Uh, he's just going to throw another green slime pot uh, and he is going to throw it at roll a die because he's not smart. Uh, he's going to throw it at Wolverine. Yes. Uh, he Bring rolls a, that is really spinning. Okay. He rolls a 22 to hit. Oh, it's been brought. <laughs> <laughs> and that is six points of damage. <laughs> Uh, and the just, other one books it, or I guess like shambles away. <laughs> um, so, so you've got now one bard has headed for the hills. One bard is, or one zombie is is also fleeing. You've got a really badly damaged zombie, a sort of rough looking siren, uh, and a bard who's had some some damage done. And the siren's turn is up, and it's sort of I think he looks around and doesn't have a lot of magic left uh, of the, on his power and he sees his two friends running. And so I think he's going to just cast fog cloud. He like basically throws a smog, a, a, a smoke bomb down. Um, and in that space, I think really Dwayne, uh, the Wolverine and this siren are now lost in, in sort of a fog. Angela and the bard and the damaged zombie are outside of it. But Dwayne and Wolverine, you are up. Um, everything is fairly obscured in here. Hmm. Okay. So, oh yeah, which one of us goes? Sorry. I think you go. You've been going first. Okay. Okay. So I'm in the fog. Can I see the other like creature that's in the fog also? It is heavily obscured. So I think you could make an attack, but it would have disadvantage. Yeah. All right. Well, that's kind of my thing. So I'm just going to do that. <laughs> um, okay. So one was a, well, it would be a 20. Actually- Okay, so I did roll a 20 or a 21, so... Ooh, I think wow. either of those would serve you quite <laughs> All right, okay. So then that's six slashing damage. Uh-huh. And then I'm going to do it again. Okay, so let's see. A 19 or oh, a yeah. 20 to hit. So. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, five slashing damage. Great. That is actually what you needed. Um, the fog dissipates as you sort of are standing over with your, with your steak knife hands, um, standing over <laughs> a siren who's laying face down. Uh, Dwayne, you have uh, a bard very close to you and you have a very damaged zombie on the run. I think looking at my spells, which are largely performance-based, <laughs> Yes. Go on. Um... <laughs> I think I'm going to try and charm the bard. Ooh. Okay, he's oh, going to have advantage on this saving throw. Okay. Because he is trying to kill you. I guess, yeah. Uh, I mean, some people okay, are into I'm that. go for it. Okay. Uh, he rolled a 17. Um, it, that, I think, I think that beats... I can't find my character sheet. Uh, yes, yes does. that does mean you've got a 14. Please tell me how you fail to charm this bard. I'm just curious. Um, okay, so I'm talking, I'm facing this bard, and, uh, you know, I, I turn to him and I say, uh, 
Don't you think it would be a little bit better to come with us than stay here with these guys? I mean, look at these two zombies. They've got no charisma to spare. You know, look at us. We know what we're doing. We're on a mission. We're going on a hero's journey. Don't you want to go on a hero's journey with us? Don't you want to be the protagonist of your own story? You know, you have it within you to be a good person, to really like dig down within yourself and really, you know, feel, feel like you too can, can be the leading person in your own narrative in this story that we all are creating to give stories back to everyone else. You see him, he shakes off the magic part of, you know, you're threading this magic through your words and he sort of shakes it off and he looks mad, but then he sort of softens just a little bit and goes, acts of service? Act of service. Yeah, you can come acts. do acts of service for all of Dwart, Dwartasia, Dwartensia. <laughs> Dwartensia. Dwartensia. Yes. <laughs> you can do acts of service for all of Dwartensia by coming with us and helping to restore books to everyone where people can go on their own journeys and you can create your own journey for yourself. Act, acts of service. Roll a persuasion check. I am good at this. All right. Well, that's a 19 plus. Uh, come on, PDF. I believe in you. A uh, six. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> His eyes light up, this this little softball bardic boy. And and he he sort of like gets his bat and he just acts of service and and is like ready. Yeah. Uh, and and Angela, you are up. Okay, can I see into the fog or no? The fog has dissipated. So oh, you, the this, yeah, the siren died. So you've got um, acts of service and and Wolverine and uh, and and Dwayne over in one cluster, and then there's that very hurt hurt zombie on the brook. The very how far away is the very hurt zombie? Oh, very close to you. Like oh uh, oh, and then do I still have disadvantage because of the man who threw himself at my feet? And who threw himself at your feet? Uh, oh no, uh, no, because he has since run away. So, or no, actually, no, that was acts okay. of service. So yeah, he's, he's brought oh, it down. That was acts of he's on your side okay. of now. Oh, thanks. Acts of service. You're cute. Um, okay. What was the spell that I had prepared? Was it? No, thaumaturgy. I remember Griffin McElroy saying is the spell for babies. <laughs> All right. <laughs> he's like, yeah, when, he's like, yeah, when baby, this was, sorry, everybody. I'll do, this is like them doing the, Hey, it's Griffin. Uh, he was on just John Hodgman. And he's like, oh yeah, that's the spell babies do when they're learning how to do fun stuff. And they just make loud sounds. <laughs> All right. We're going to go back to the tried and true sacred flame. Um, yeah. Saving throw. On, yes. Uh, so this one is dexterity. Oh, that's an 11. 11? What's my dexterity? Oh, God. Oh, a 12. Yes. All right. Roll that damage. Okay. 2d8. Oh, no, that's not the right one. 2d8. Come on, d8. All right. I wanted a 6. That's 7. He had 6 hit points. Boom. Ah! It explodes. In brilliant friend. light. You are out of initiative, everyone. And you have a new friend. Hooray! Uh, he's not... He's not very talkative, but he seems willing to do literally anything you ask him to do for you. Yes. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, you 
further, you make your way towards the end of the Valley of the Many Seasons, and uh, you see, actually, you start to move upwards. But before you move up this final path, uh, you encounter, there is a, a crystal fountain um uh crystal colored not made out of crystals um that would be silly uh this this clear blue fountain um at the base of the final kind of ascent up to the hall of steaks and cakes and um it is this pristine beautiful setting just like tranquility birds chirping all the stuff and uh there is a small sign posted right at the front of the of the this fountain as it flows and burbles gently that just says girls wash your face on it (laughs) (laughs) Uh, hey hey angela you got any you got any spells that could turn this water into beer Um, hold on, let me flip through the book. Um, <laughs> air, total the de- uh create or destroy water? No, no, don't. Sorry, I gotta keep. What is beer saying. but destroyed? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I guess actually I'm proficient in brewer supplies, so that's like a spell that turns water into beer. <laughs> it's just a, a long acting spell to potion. <laughs> magic but all right maybe i'll stop on the way back uh can i do a perception i don't i don't know what i'm doing with this voice i'm so sorry can i do a perception check on the water yeah perception or investigation Uh, yeah well first of all i want to make sure it's not beer and then if there's anything else i can learn about it (laughs) okay well invest i'm better at perception i think you're right it should be investigation so 14 14. Okay. This looks very, very enticing. Like it is, it is beautiful. There is some kind of aura around this. It doesn't feel, you know, you've, you've been around, you've been in girls boarding schools before, you know, danger. Uh, but, um, you like, you don't get a sense of danger from this film. I don't know. This still feels like a trap to me and I got a, I got a canteen in my bag. So I kind of feel like we should just skip it. Also, I'm not a girl, so I don't need to wash my face. Actually, I don't yeah, know but you, if it's like acid, you can heal though, so you should definitely try it. <laughs> you fall in cold. What? <laughs> well, why don't? Why does anybody have to try it? What happens if we just keep like that's it? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just gonna keep walking past it and see what happens. Oh God! Everybody All right, you go with? first. Yeah, I'm. Go- I'm just. I'm going past it. Excellent. I'm um, not a girl. Start- I'm not washing my face. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, you start to move past this fountain, and then uh, suddenly the the rocks burst out in front of you on the path, and out steps a uh, a giant sphinx stalks out onto the onto the path, and it says, "Hey, girls. Hey, nothing is free." If you want to get past me and drink from my healing waters, you'll need to solve our badass riddle. And <laughs> I'm behind you, you hear the ground rumble and a just like clay homunculus man with a shirt that says bless up on it crawls up out of the out of the ground and says uh it says riddle riddle. <laughs> and the sphinx says Here's the deal. 
One of us only tells lies that have kept us from being our best selves. The other one <laughs> utilizes the same format as the first one, but to markedly diminishing returns due to its obvious nature as a cash grab. <laughs> to, be- <laughs> to be permitted to pass by us and girl wash your faces in our, ple- in our cleansing waters, you must first convince us both that you truly want it, while also liking and subscribing to boost engagement. Choose your lie. And whichever one of you would care to solve the riddle of the sphinxes, uh, I would like to roll a d20 on the lies table. On the lies. Oh, gosh. I, well, I just I just want to stab him. So I guess if somebody else wants to do a riddle or whatever, I guess go for it. <laughs> just like I got, I, yeah, I'm just like ready to stab, though. All right. I Is the lies table something I should have? I have a, I, okay, no, you have no, that. no. Just roll a d20. 11. I have a lies table. 11. <laughs> she says, she says, the lie. Other people's kids are so much cleaner slash better organized slash more polite. Convince me otherwise. And then from behind you, I guess, Angela, the, the, the homunculus just goes polite. <laughs> <laughs> so I, let me make sure I have this mechanic correct. Mm-hmm. Dwayne has to It's very talk. clear. Evil Rachel Hollis Sphinx around mm-hmm. on her own parenting or his his parenting. The 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 Hollis Sphinx has told you a lie that it has told itself, okay. and you need to convince it to move past okay. that lie and become its best self. Also, Dave is there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm good at persuasion. I can I can tackle this. Well, of course you think that other people's kids are more polite and cleaner than yours because when people are going to meet you, they're so in awe of who you are as, you know, an influencer and as a person who, you know, is out there who has like the answers to these these truths that are out there that they need to learn to make their lives better that they're going to put their kids with their best foot forward. But what you really need to recognize about yourself is that kids are always going to be kids. They're going to get into messes. They're going to do wacky things. They're going to do things that are uncouth and maybe not suited for social media. They're going to ask for waffles (laughs) while you're reading chapters of your book out loud on Instagram live. (laughs) So, you know, everyone's kids do that. It's just the slice of time that you're seeing other people's kids and holding your own up to it without realizing that, you know, when, those people take their kids home. They also are asking for waffles while their parents are reading chapters of their books on Instagram live, but they are just <laughs> catering what you see to make you get the best version of, of them. Uh, and you have to realize that, you know, sure. Your kids may seem whiny and may seem like they need to have waffles while you're trying to engage with your subscribers. But you know, we all go through the ups and downs of life. We go through the tough seasons of our lives And we get through to the good seasons and you really need to appreciate the good times you have with your kids and embrace the messiness of life because life is unpredictable. Uh, I think when Dwayne said slice, uh, Wolverine stabbed Dave. (laughs) (laughs) Roll an attack roll. (laughs) Um, That's a 15 to stab Dave. Yeah. uh, roll, Roll damage. Three. Yeah, Dave dies. Uh, <laughs> there's no way that man has more than three hit points. Uh, 
Um, <laughs> Persuasion uh, was I rolling? Persuasion, and now you're rolling with advantage. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, the first one was a 15. The second one is a 21. <laughs> okay. She puts her face down, her giant sphinx face down really close to you and narrows her eyes and says, now say it in a hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hashtag blessed. She starts back and says, wow, didn't see that coming. And then she disappears. <laughs> uh, did, did I hear her right that it's healing water? She, right, yes, I'm, she did I'm say it. I'm drinking up, baby. Water. I need to maybe make some hit points back. Me yeah, too. absolutely. Um, so you can all use uh, use hit dice, but because you were drinking from the cleansing waters, uh, you each get one spell slot back, and your hit dice count double. Oh god, how do hit dice work? This is the one thing I've never figured out. It's okay. It's a very weird mechanic. You have uh, where are your hit? You have five d eights that you can spend any number of um, on a rest. Cool. Okay, and I'm sorry, you said the hit, they're double? Yeah, they're double. Okay, nice. All right, full hit points. Yeah, I was only using cantrips because I did not know how many spell slots I'd need. Mm. Um, let's see. I think I'm back to full two, unless I roll a one on this last one and I didn't. Okay, yeah, so I am back to scratching out all these... Other numbers, I'm back to fall. Excellent. I love a messy character. <laughs> um, great. So having having drank from the cleansing waters of the Hollis Fountain, you make your way up the final ascent, and you have at last made your way through the Valley of the Many Seasons, up the mountain, and to the fabled Hall of Steaks and Cakes. Um, you stand before the entryway. It is a grand, towering entryway with two massive doors on one, a steak, on the other, a cake. <laughs> Pictures of them, not the actual food. Um, the, the doors are ajar, and as you make your way into them, you enter into a grand towering hall carved out of the very center of the giant mountain and wrought in ages old stone, while also somehow looking like it's been built in the corner of someone's living room. <laughs> the hall itself is in disarray. Glass tabletops are shattered. The weirdly large, large bottle of steak sauce has been spilled and the spoiled pastries and meat cover the ground as far as you can see. Uh, you make your way through about a hundred feet worth of weeks old icing and gristle and eventually walk through a door and into a large central chamber. So you pass through the, the ante room and now you stand in a 90 foot wide circular chamber littered with overturned tables and chairs, cheap knockoff chandeliers dangle down from its vast ceiling, extending into, from what you can see, nothingness. In the center of this room, um, amid all of the detritus and rubble, sits an apparatus that is obviously not in keeping with the aesthetics of steaks and cakes. It is a giant metallic frame built around a 15-foot-high blood-red crystal, which pulses menacingly. Mm. It seems as though it is drawing energies from the very air surrounding it, and in its core, you can see a giant book, which actually seems to be forming inside of the crystal and taking shape as you watch. And at the feet of the apparatus stands the wizened old man from before. 
Uh, and he says, welcome, adventurers. Welcome, fools. Welcome, I say to you now, to Gerald's James. And he no. throws off his cloak. Oh, no. <laughs> and, <laughs> and <laughs> dropping his cloak, his disguise vanishes, and he's just a really weird, awkward-looking teen boy standing in front of this giant pulsating crystal. Uh, and he says, it is I, Gerald, who magically hacked into all of Dwartensia's Jud books and instead made them gerable. Then, by, <laughs> by a genius apparatus, the Jame Changer drew all of the angst and strife caused by those monstrosities to power my plan. And now that you three, the javatars of goodness and quality, have gentured into my trap, I shall use your essences to give birth to my true abomination. And he points back to the uh, the the, ma- the massive book in the center of the crystal, and he says, "Behold, Strawberry Moon, a nine hundred page retelling of Twilight Breaking Dawn, but this time it's from Renesmee's perspective, with lots of emphasis on how attractive she finds Jacob, even when she's just a baby, and tons of gross, <laughs> sweaty over explanation about why that isn't creepy at all, and everybody should be fine with it." <laughs> yes. Shall I bring all of Duartensia to its knees, finally shattering the hall of steaks and cakes and enacting the final vengeful sponsorship of my dark patrons? <laughs> and with that, a banner unfurls in the top of the room that says, vengefully sponsored by ChristianMingle.com. <laughs> no! <laughs> I, I need to break the fourth wall for a moment to say that while well, you're an artist. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. This is, I found my calling. (laughs) Um, Well, I want to say that I think Wolverine takes some psychic damage just from seeing all the ruined meat. I think that was really hard for him. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, That's, that's going to take a lot of getting over for the first round. Um, And uh, one, one last shred of monologue before uh, let the James begin, (laughs) which is what this chapter is called. And he says, and now, bitch old, my legion of jeevil. Uh, my, and he gestures to uh, the from behind the crystal oh. step three figures. He says, "My occult expert, Jay from Jay's Journal," and, uh, and a kid in a in a cloak walks out, um, holding a staff, and he says, "Look what the O has done to me." Uh, and, <laughs> says, my artificer, Slappy, the dummy from Goosebumps, but Goosebumps <laughs> held me the dummy this time. <laughs> and uh, Slappy, the dummy, shuffles around the corner. Uh, and he says, finally, my enforcer, reactionary novelist, Bill O'Jiley. And Bill O'Reilly steps around the corner and says, this time, I'm killing you. <laughs> and, and with that, we can roll for initiative. Oh, oh my a, god! Wow. A solid page of text. Oh my god! Wow. Can you just clap for for Walt? That's beautiful. Oh yeah. my god! Yes. You know, I had a lot of fun doing this. I don't know if it shows. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I got an eighteen. Nice. I got a. 16. I got a twenty-one yeah. and dibs on Bill O'Reilly. <laughs> I mean O'Jiley. Like it. <laughs> All right. 
Um, with that, uh, the Mortal Kombat music starts playing. Oh, wow, you all rolled very high. Um, so, yeah, first up is Wolverine. The layout yeah. of this room, um, you've got this cr- pulsating crystal in the center of the room. Gerald is standing in the front of it. Um, to the left of the crystal is uh, Jay from Jay's journal. Uh, to the right is Bill O'Reilly, uh, who's coming around. And uh, Slappy the Dummy is standing uh, sort of up next to Gerald as well. Uh, the crystal itself is about, you know, they're about 30 feet between Bill O'Reilly and Jay from Jay's journal. Excuse me, Bill O'Jiley. Um Thank you. Yeah. And uh, Wolverine, you are up. I'm I'm killing Bill O'Reilly. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm- you st- I'm stabbing. Um, Excellent. 20 to stab Bill O'Reilly. Oh my God. You're coming out of the gate hot. <laughs> yeah, that'll, that'll do it for sure. Four slashing damage. Right. Now I'm going to, now I'm going to stab him again. Ooh, mm-hmm. that was only an eight to hit. That's not going to do it, but I'm real riled up. So I'm going to action surge and stab him again. Ooh, motherfucker. That's only if that's only a seven to hit. I think it's like, I think he's got the shoulder pads and they're just like bouncing off the the suit. (laughs) It's a much more durable suit than it looks. Angela, you are up. All right. I am going to uh, help out my boys and cast Bless on both of them. Are they, wait, are they within 30 feet of me? Yeah. Why not? Okay, great. Yes. So whenever you guys make an attack roll or a saving throw, um, you can roll an additional D4. And add that to your attacks and saving throws. I think this lasts, yeah, up to a minute. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, and are you moving around at all, or are you standing? Uh, yeah, because I think I mean at some point we're gonna have to get to that crystal, right? It's it's pulsating. That's all I can say. Okay. Well, I'm gonna <laughs> see if I can try to dodge past the boys, all, all the boys, I guess, and then get towards this crystal. All right. So you start skirting around the edge of the. I'm gonna say it's gonna take you another turn to get around behind the crystal. Yes. Um, but you are you successfully skirt, uh, uh, and that will bring it to the rock. All right. I am going to. I've been spending basically this entire time trying to come up with something witty to say were I to cast Vicious Mockery, um, which I do want to do. I'm just tragically not that witty. So Your character I'm, gonna, I'm going we, to cast- we can We can edit this pause out, though. Can- Ooh, that's true. Let's workshop it. <laughs> it's true, but whenever mm-hmm. we say let's pause so that I can think of something, the pressure mounts, and I end up saying something stupid mm-hmm. anyway. So that's fine. Mm. <laughs> I'm I'm going to do vicious mockery at Slappy the Dummy because I want to. Um, <laughs> yeah. Who needs a reason? I mean, I think all you have to do is say, like, oh, you think you're a 10, you think you're, what, God, what is it, your slime stat? Yeah. No, your, your splat, splat stat? Yeah. Splat you think stats, your splat yeah. stat is a 10 in humor? I think it's a zero. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> that was actually very close to more or less what I was going to say. Yeah. But yes, I, so I, I am hurling some vicious mockery at Slappy the Dummy, who I imagine has to be holding a haunted camera with a picture of a skeleton barbecue coming out of it. And Oh, yeah. No! <laughs> What's well, so I'm destroying it for you! Oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, and I do cast vicious mockery at him and say, you know, who wrote your splat stats yourself? There's no way you're a 10 in humor. More like a zero. 
and he oh, has to succeed on, I believe, a wisdom slate saving throw. Okay, that is not one of his better splat stats. <laughs> uh, that is, yeah, that's a seven. Okay, um, so he takes, I have to change my dice to d4. Nope, that rolled the 20. That's not what I wanted. I wanted to change them to a d4. Uh, so he takes six points of psychic damage. And he has yeah. disadvantage on the next attack roll that he makes. And also as a bonus action, I am going to give Bardic Inspiration to Angela. Nice. And that's a D8? Yes. Excellent. All right. Slappy, uh, you know, his he's a dummy, so he's not super expressive, but you can tell his feelings are hurt. I think the shoulders, <laughs> the shoulders slump a little bit. Next up is going to be uh, Jay from Jay's Journal, and he is going to do... Oh, man. What's Jay going to do? Uh, Drugs. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, he's gonna, yes, I think he's gonna do it. He says, my drug is from Raul. Um, <laughs> and he is gonna run up to, let's say you, Dwayne. Uh, he runs up and he's gonna try to, uh, inflict wounds upon you. Um, but, but the magical kind, not like the, the I mean, not kind. bad, but you know. Uh, yeah, that's a, um, plus three. What is your AC? 11. He just rolled an 11. So he just hits you. Um, so here, you're going to take some damage. Uh, you take 14 damage as wo- wounds are inflicted upon you. Um, and Slappy then says, yeah, mess him up. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I can't do this. Um, it's been so long since I watched the TV show and he's going to, Oh, okay. He's going to run up to you as well. And he's going to use a really unfortunately titled attack called grabby hands. But he, uh, with that, the, the detrimental bonus from your vicious mockery, um, he whiffs very hard with his, with his grabby hands. And now you just have like a doll standing next to your leg looking vulnerable we got a zero um, splats at an agility too i see nah. <laughs> just a, a single wooden tear <laughs> drops out and, cla- <laughs> and, cla- and clatters to the floor <laughs> i think uh, unfortunately I th- we do know that all of his body fluids are green slime actually <laughs> oh that's right <laughs> very unfortunate um angela Okay, yeah. Um, uh, J- uh, sorry, Gerald does not notice you going around the side because uh, he failed his perception check. So he's going to run up at Wolverine and he's going to try to use an arcane burst on you and he's going to roll a uh, an 11. So it's probably not going to happen. Now I'm shaking that off. <laughs> All right. But Bill O'Reilly, on the other hand, um, <gasps> rages out and he's going to use a reckless attack to give himself advantage, which means he'll have disadvantage next turn. Or you, or rather, you will have advantage on him if you attack him next turn. Drop my die, so I'm going to roll another one. Oh my god, Bill, why? He rolled a 16. That was his highest result. <laughs> Is that not, not good? 
Nah, 17, baby. I'm the Wolverine. Ow. He rolled like a, a six. <laughs> he, he rolled a six and an 11. So he, uh, Bill O'Reilly, bad at everything. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've forgotten more about American history than you ever knew, bub. Oh, wow. <laughs> you guys are killing it. <laughs> it's like I'm watching a Marvel movie over here. Uh, Wolverine, you are up and you have advantage on Bill if you attack him. Oh, and I'm, you know it. Oh, good. Cause that was a one. Yikes. Okay. 21. 21- <laughs> 21 to stabbing Bill O'Reilly. Absolutely. <laughs> stabbing two sla- two slashing damage. All right. He takes it all. Okay. I'm doing my extra attack. Do I still have advantage? Or was you it still have advantage. One? Anyone who attacks him this turn gets advantage. Hell yeah. Okay. Uh, 11 to hit. Not going to do it. Wait, I'm so sorry. I can't add it. It was actually 13 to hit. Uh, still just misses. <laughs> Um, you, oh, but you have bless. Oh yeah. yeah. D4. Yes. Um, that was a one. So 14. that's all you needed. You needed a 14. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> bless up, baby. Bless up. <laughs> bless up with three points of slashing damage. Absolutely. Hey. Uh, great. You are now up Angela. Okay, that's funny you said Marvel movie because I thought about going full Thor on this one. I'm going to cast Spiritual Weapon, so I get to create a floating spectral weapon, and I'm going to choose, like, a hammer, like a giant Mjolnir-style hammer. Heck yeah. To try to, like, break this crystal. Okay. Um, So let's get that. uh, Yes, are you a D8? Yes, two triangles. Come on, baby. Oh, you actually do have to roll an attack first. Oh, dang. Okay, hold on. Yes, the 20 side. All right. Come come on, Crystal. 15? That'll do it. Yes! Okay, back to the D8s. Two triangles. Here we go. Six! Six, Um, nice. And then for my bonus action, I'm gonna hit it again. Yes, bonus action. You can move the weapon up to 20 feet and repeat the attack. So I'm gonna try to hit at that same point again and Mm -hmm. see if I can break through it. All Come right. on, Dice, don't steer me wrong. Oh, that was an eight. I feel like that's not going to succeed. That is not going to do it. So oh remind, <laughs> remind me, what, is the, what does the weapon look like? Or what, uh, what you... It looks kind of like Mjolnir style, so it has like a thin yeah. handle, but like a real thick hammer part at the top. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, that first one just cracks on it. I think uh, there's definitely a, cr- a crack appears, and then the second one just sort of glances off the side of it a little oh, bit. Dang. But you, you definitely got some, uh, got some chunks off of there. Side bros, I gotta keep lifting. <laughs> Dwayne, you have a dummy on your leg and uh, a, a, an occult teenager standing in front of you, <laughs> who may who may be high on drugs. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna cast fear again. Can I get both of them if I do that? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Actually, with thirty feet, you might you would be able to hit Gerald. As Excellent. Well. All three of them. I'm casting fear at them. All right. And that's a wisdom? Yes, wisdom, wisdom save. All right. Uh, oh, wow. Um, Jay, unsurprisingly, fails. They're trying to beat a 12. Uh, what is it? 14. Your 14 is your save? 14. All right. Jay fails. Slappy passes. Slappy. Oh, my God. Uh, Gerald rolled a nat 20. Fuck so, that guy. Uh, well. Yeah. 
was Jay was Jay's journal the one with the the kittens? What was the or was that uh? I think Gawascalis has the kittens. Gallus. Yeah, Jay Jay's journal. They uh they kill cows and they drink. The yeah, blood. so yeah, a yeah. cow is running after him to try and and drink his blood. Uh, the consequences of his actions are baldly in front of him, and he is terrified. Yeah, oh. he uh, he lets out a guttural scream as though one of his friends has gotten hit by a truck in the right temple, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and and starts running away. You will actually get an attack of opportunity against him if you would like it, because he's he's disengaging from you. Yeah, sure. Um, I'm just gonna go and and try to hit him with my longsword while he's running away. I will. Roll four. Um, and that is only a 14, so I don't know if that That actually is yeah, he's a he's not a strong boy. Excellent. So now I have to roll damage. How do you use weapons? One D eight slashing. Nope. We don't know, but we use them. <laughs> yeah. We use them all the same. Okay, that is only two points of slashing damage. But you know, it's it adds insult to injury yes. as he runs away screaming from all the visions. <laughs> it's gonna be Slappy's turn, and I regret to inform you he's gonna try grabby hands again. It's so bad. Oh, he rolled a two. He's I guess he's a doll. He's just a little doll. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you want from him, you know? He's doing his best out here. His splat stats were wildly overrated. <laughs> um, I think you attacking the crystal, Angela, has definitely gotten um, Gerald's attention. I, all these J names are getting a little hard to track. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so he's going to run and try to arcane burst you as well. Oh, um, no. Uh, so he rolls a 15 to hit. Ah, yeah. Okay. That's going to be... Two, five, uh, eight psychic damage. Eight, okay. Ah! And, and Bill O'Reilly is going to do another reckless attack because you you heard him, Wolverine. <laughs> and oh my god, he's so okay. He rolled a three, but then he also rolled a nat twenty. Uh, so Wolverine, you are going to take some damage. Oh, okay, thirteen. Uh, 16 damage whatever how you looking buddy oh you got Fine. plenty yeah. yeah i'm a strong and dwarf that's gonna bring it back to you wolverine well it's my favorite it's my favorite time time to stab bill o'reilly <laughs> um, so happy i can make this happen for you oh wait do i have advantage yes good because i did roll an, a one um, okay, that's that's a 23 to hit. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I can't let the opportunity go by. When he does when he does reckless attack every time to the point that it gets annoying, he shouts, fuck it, we'll do it live. <laughs> um, <laughs> just over and over. <laughs> well, how about if you do it dead? And uh, oh. That's- <laughs> oh my god! I love that's, it. Because that's four slashing damage. <laughs> Great. Second attack. And then, yeah, let's try again. Uh, that's a 22 to hit. Mm-hmm. And that's ugh, that's one slashing damage. No, <laughs> add a d4. Can she add a d4 to that? Uh, I think oh, to I the attack the roll itself, not to damage. Oh, dang. No, it's four a minute. So that's like oh. six rounds of combat. Oh, ho, ho. 
Okay, well. Then I just glare at him. <laughs> I actually, oh, I actually think the bless ended last turn because you cast spiritual weapon. They both have concentration. Oh, yeah, okay. um, I'm double checking that, but I'm pretty sure. Uh, but it's okay because we'll rain still hit. Oh no, actually, spiritual weapon doesn't take concentration, so never mind. Bless up. Continues. Woo! Speaking of which, uh, Angela, you're up. Okay, who's still out here? Bill O'Reilly and Gerald. Do we got to get yeah. Bill O'Reilly, oh, yeah. Gerald, and the doll? Uh, Jay oh. has has made a break for it. And the doll. Mm, I mean, I feel like the boys got it. I'm gonna try this crystal situation because again, because we got to get in there. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, let's attack this crystal. Do it. Oh, that's a that's a six plus four. Is, oh no, you plus four is on them. Your bardic so inspiration six. yet? No, what is that? One d eight. You can add to. Oh, you can add to any yeah. roll. Um, d eight. Six plus seven. Thirteen. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Oh, and your and your spell attack bonus is a plus five as well. Oh heck yeah! Nice. All right. So you actually, Let's... I would say, save that, save that bardic inspiration. Okay, save the bard. Thank you. You can get there with the plus five. Okay. Heck yeah. All right, that's a three. So we're still still trying to hit this thing. Chip it, chipping away. Okay. Uh, all right, one more time. I'm going to hit. Oh, that's a seven. What? Plus five, a 12? Question mark? gets there. No. Okay. <sighs> Let's see. All right. And a seven. Seven. All right. Um, great. I'm doing math now, and I'm very good at it. Uh, That sounds like was said with the confidence of a man who definitely is really good at math. English and theater major. Uh, So now there is like this big rift appearing in the side of this crystal. It's starting to bleed out sort of malevolent energy, uh, but uh, it is definitely, uh, it's taken some hits. Uh, Dwayne, you are up. Okay. Where is everyone... I know Slappy's like right at like my yeah, ankles. Slappy's um, tr- with his grabby hands, <laughs> trying to grab your leg. Where- Jay has run around to the other side of the crystal. I think uh, Gerald is in front of the crystal, so he's like fifteen feet away from you. And then another fifteen feet is Bill O'Reilly and Wolverine. Okay, I'm going to. How close is just so um, Gerald is fifteen feet from me. Mm-hmm. But he's close to the crystal. Is he within 10 feet of the crystal? Yes. All right. If I were to cast Shatter at him, could I Could I also do it so that it hit the crystal as well? That is a very good question. I think so. I'm looking it up right now. And, like, it does what it says on the tin. Each creature in a 10-foot radius sphere. So, yeah, you could drop it right behind Gerald and get both him and the crystal. Excellent. I'm going to do that then. Um, so it's a constitution saving throw. Wow. Okay. And, oh, and it is, as a crystal, it is made of crystal. So it's going uh, to have disadvantage on its saving throw. Also, it's an inanimate object. Uh, yeah, that was um, an 18. So Gerald does save. Um, the crystal rolls a nat one. Okay. So, uh, the crystal will take full and, uh, Gerald will take half damage of 3d8 thunder damage. Oh, wow. Um, so that is a one, a four, 
and a seven. Okay. Uh, so that's eight and four is 12. Oh, wow. So the crystal takes 12 and Gerald takes six. Yeah. That's how math six. works. Yes. Okay. The crystal is like hang it like just like pieces are sloughing off of it. Now you see the books start to like open up inside of the crystal and it's terrible. It's just so bad. And uh, Gerald is that was the first time he was hit. So he's still looking okay, but now he's concerned. So he looks back and says, no, no, you can't. And Slappy says, they won't. I won't let them. And then gonna he, he lets out a, oh, here's a, here's a new thing that's not grabby hands. He cackles and he lets out a long, a loud <laughs> ventriloquist dummy cackle. And I think Wolverine and Dwayne, you are going to make a wisdom saving throw. Mm-hmm. That was a nine. No. Wisdom's not my strong suit. Oh, that was a three. Oh, no. Okay. You both are going to take four psychic damage. Okay. And you are incapacitated for a turn. Oh, no. So you, uh, just as this crystal, like, starts to to come apart, um, you both are sort of struck by this loud cackle. And Slappy says, try that splat stat on. Uh, and then acts like that, and then and then acts like that means something, but it really doesn't. Um, and you both, oh, okay, you're you're incapacitated as you are overcome by a fit of laughter. So this is grim. He just like Joker gassed you basically, and you both fall back onto your backs and start laughing. Uh, Do I like kick I him think, out of the way while I'm doing it or anything? Probably not. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's a now he's a doll. Yeah. <laughs> you don't do any damage but it's it's, it's embarrassing for him <laughs> i think the wizard is going to try to attack you again uh angela because you are the one who is up uh, and it he rolls very poorly and misses oh no one is a 17 to hit um so uh, he does, uh, is that your armor class no, my armor class is 11. Oh, okay. So, yes, he does hit you. And that's going to be not great. Six, nine damage. It's nine damage? Okay. The barbar- the, uh, the, the, the Bill O'Reilly, the Bilbarian. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> he's, he's still real mad at Wolverine, so he's going to f- attack you with advantage, Wolverine. I oh, that's rude. But he rolled okay. He rolled a five and a two. You guys, I don't know what to do. With I mean, this man. yeah, he's bad at everything. Yeah, he's useless. I'm sorry for this man. This is embarrassing uh, for you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you stop. This you are laughing for a minute. No, you keep laughing, but you now you are very clearly laughing at him. Like <laughs> 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 you redirect. Wolverine, uh, make that wisdom save. Um, well, that one was a 10. Uh, roll that, roll a bless. Oh, I still have bless. Um, plus four. Plus one, 11. Honestly, his, his, uh, DC is 11. So hey. you are uncapacitated, un- un- recapacitated. There we go. <laughs> Angela. Okay. I'm like, do we want to go for the crystal or do I want to go for Bill O'Reilly? Cause he's a mess. I mean, out of yeah. character, I do. I do feel like the crystal is the move. I just feel like Wolverine could not resist stabbing Bill O'Reilly. <laughs> okay, 
All right, I'm gonna. Sh- well, is is the crystal dexterous mostly because I want this to be flashy? <laughs> uh, it seems fairly uh, stall stolid. Okay, stolid. Um, then I'm gonna switch and go back to sacred flame, mostly because I want to see it go up in flames. Absolutely. So it has All to right. do a, a dexterity saving throw. Yes. No. Absolutely not. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it rolled an eight, but I don't even know what that means if you're a crystal. No, no. I have, it's a 12. It's a 12. It's, oh, it's wait, yeah, and I good. get two d8s. All right, one d8, the second d8. Come on, big bunny. 14. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Hey. Please describe to me how you blow up this crystal. God, I wish I could say something cool. I don't know. Uh, but I'm just, I don't know. Don't don't send beefy boys to do a teenage girl's job. <laughs> yeah, we'll make Angela nineteen for purposes of this journey. Still there under the bar. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. So yeah, you cast in in the center of this crystal. Your sacred flame sort of starts to ebb and flow, and then it just explodes outward shards fly out through uh, the room. This red miasma of swirling energies starts spinning around faster and faster. And in a tornado, it it sort of sucks Jay from Jay's journal back into it and and whisks him away. Slappy is pulled into the tornado. Um, I was going to say the same thing happened to Bill O'Reilly, but Wolverine, I think actually he just falls on your claws and dies. Um, (laughs) Uh, because that feels more satisfying. And, uh, and the, uh, there's this maelstrom of activity. It all bursts apart. And then the, the massive tome that was being generated sort of falls half formed to the floor. And Gerald is standing there, um, uh, looking forlornly over it. And he looks back to you and he says, he says, you can't do this. You can't stop this book from releasing. You wouldn't even want to. You need content for next year's anniversary. <laughs> 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 oh, he do got a point though. <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah, Gerald is Gerald of Gerald's James is at your mercy, standing in front of a, a terrible book. L- looks like you just lost the James. <laughs> <laughs> and with that the roof bursts open of the hall of steaks and cakes a blinding piercing white light shines down onto the book and a a angelic figure begins to descend from the roof uh it is it is humanoid but uh it's its features are entirely and adorably feline uh, and it comes down and in a, uh, in a sonorous, lovely, uh, sort of deeply affecting tone, it says, <laughs> which of course you all know means you have performed a great service adventurers and I, for I, your true patron and benefactor in return for your service and liberal treats. I'm happy to offer each of you a boon. And it reaches down uh, its claw and touches the book. And the book sort of swirls around in light and transforms and 
immediately changes into a, a different new book. Uh, and it is entitled Nautical Dawn. And you can tell from the book jacket that it is a compelling and immensely well-written Twilight fanfic where Alice and Bella are a couple and also pirates. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> yeah. Nautical Dawn. But, and with that, Duarte turns to you and also says... <laughs> Uh, I made a soundboard. I'm very excited. Uh, and and offers for each of you a boon as well. So you may ask anything of Duarte, of Duarte, the patron saint of Duartensia. Can you turn that Hollis fountain into beer, please? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> it is done. Uh, he turns to you, the rock. Uh, could could we get some cod on the menu at the steaks and cakes occasionally? Not every day, not every day, but sometimes. <laughs> Grudgingly, yes. <laughs> and then it turns to Angela. Can we please revive the steaks and the cakes? Where are your priorities? <laughs> <laughs> One has a little sting on the end there. Uh, and with that, Duarte <laughs> spreads his arms and light pours out from him and steaks and cakes as an institution is revived and revitalized, um, safe from the vengeful philanthropy of Christian Mingle and at last able to <laughs> cast its light back on the land of Duartensia. Uh, Duarte, Duarte says to you all, Duarte has spoken. Go, my children, bring balance to the universe. I must return now to the vast microphone in the sky and knock it off the table for no reason. (laughs) (laughs) And Duarte emerges back into the heavens. And uh, that is all of the adventure I have planned for y'all today. Um, As Duarte is descending, Dwayne turns to Wolverine and says, hey, so do you want to like hit up the steak and cake and cod sometime? Yeah, we, we could do that. Cool. Yeah. And as you as you turn away hand in hand, you see standing behind you the bard who everyone forgot existed. And he says <laughs> Act of Service and then goes for a free for a free frame high five. Hey. <laughs> and Wolverine turns and whispers to Dwayne, if you were wondering, acts of service actually is my love language. <laughs> Oh my gosh! You did it. I have have to tell you, I I scooped you a little bit because I wasn't expecting you to have a full Dorte soundboard. So when you said Dorte, I hit my Dorte soundboard. So there were like. Which I just thought was gonna be, I thought that was just gonna be a goofy little joke, but then it got like buried with the other Dorothy. <laughs> <laughs> I should have known that you would be faster on the trigger than I was. I really, I should have oh, checked in. What a treat! No, I I was thrilled. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Well, this was incredible. What a treat! So what good. a piece of art that you have created for us. <laughs> yes. we all created it together. Uh, this was so much fun to put together. Happy 200, y'all. Um, Woo! Each and every one a winner. Um, yes. Except for the other love languages and Dave Hollis. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Glad you stabbed Dave Hollis. I'm so, I'm so happy. <laughs> just you know, just gotta Wolverine gotta follow his instincts, which are to stab. <sighs> anyway, if you want to have a cool, fun adventure like this, you can have Walt do your parties too. If you go to firsttimeattheTable.com, yeah, and um. And you and should. I, can I, is it okay if I plug a class yeah. too? Yeah. yeah. We're also doing We're going to do a class. So first time at the table so far has just done one-off sessions. Um, they're, they're very low stakes, low stress. So any experience level is welcome. But I'm also going to be uh, putting together and teaching a one-night class on one-shot design. Uh, so if you are a DM or an inspiring DM and you want to like figure out a good structure to put a one-shot adventure into um, – I have, I might have a class for you. It's going to be on Thursday, September 22nd online. Uh, I used the framework for it to put this together. Um, so if this was fun, come copy my work. Um, and uh, it's going to be very silly. It'll be the first class we've done, but I'm really excited. Okay. Well, would you say your games are low stakes, but high cakes? <laughs> From now on, yes. That is... <laughs> Just going to go change my website real quick. <laughs> Asterisk, cakes not provided, but vir- virtually. Digital cakes, um, all the emotions. Emotionally cakes. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much, Paul. Thank you, Danielle, for playing with us. Thank you oh, so yeah. Much. This was great. Was so much fun. It was so good to have you here and also to be able to see your face, which I have not oh, in a yeah. long time because I'm not on Twitter anymore. You know, it's a mess over there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's grim. It's grim. Yeah. It's it's grim kind of everywhere except for Dwartensia, I think. Very true, mm-hmm. frankly. Hot take. um oh my gosh okay well if you want to come and congratulate us on doing 200 episodes and once again i simply must stress not to complain about us doing DD instead of reading a book which i don't know why you would because this was so delightful but i just know how the internet is so anyway where we are on that very internet is um on facebook and instagram at worst bestseller spelled normally and we're also on twitter at worst bestseller with no s because um gerald put the s in his crystal and it got all slimy and we just like threw it away because it was too slimy uh, we also have a good reason group that you can get to by going to our website worstbestsellers.com uh, you can uh, find us on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcast Store, all of the places where you normally find podcasts. And if you do find us there, please take a moment to rate and review. When you rate and review, it moves us up on the charts and makes it easier for new people to find us. If you don't rate and review, we will get you stuck in that little seasonal cove with the Hollises, and you will be stuck trying to answer Sphinx Rachel Hollis's riddles for all time, and it will be excruciating. So just save yourself the trouble and rate and review. You can also subscribe to us, find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash worstbestsellers. Patreon is a service where you provide a small monthly recurring donation that goes to us to do things like hire a really cool DM to write a special adventure for our podcast based on all of our past episodes and also like buy microphones and stuff. Um, and in response, uh, in return, you get perks like stickers in the mail or postcards or a monthly newsletter. 
Uh, and we also have merch available. If you go to worstbestsellers.com and click on merch, you'll find all sorts of designs from our podcast to wear on your body. Uh, finally, we do have a Discord, which is also accessed best by going to worstbestsellers.com. Uh, and you can join us there with all sorts of other fans of the show to talk about basically whatever you want, both show-related and non-show-related. But we do have a channel for tabletop RPGs. Hell yeah. Um, finally, if you just want to talk to me personally, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Renata Snacks. I am, as I just said these days, mostly just on Instagram at 14across. And uh, Walt, why don't you drop your uh, info again? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I am on Twitter, uh, unfortunately, at WMCGUI, W-M-C-G-U-Y, um, and at firsttimeatthetable.com. And uh, I'm going to go make a code on the website now. So if you use the code, the code worst best, um, there will be a discount for stuff because that's cool. Uh, that is so cool. Ah, yeah. We've, and- we've never had a promo code for anything. <laughs> 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 now you have take that stamps.com yeah. 200 episodes one promo code <laughs> and danielle where might people find you on the internet should they want to yeah twitter is wild but um i'm on there and on instagram both of those are hello world tarot um uh, i do tarot on the side so if you are wondering what's next in this wild world that we live in um hit me up <laughs> Yes, I've had tarot readings from Danielle before, and uh, she is great. Thank you. Do you have a promo code? (laughs) (laughs) I can make one. Walt, what was your worst best? Worst best. Let's do it. All right, worst best for 10% off. We're saying it. It's happening. There we go. 200 episodes, two promo codes. Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) Incredible. Um... (laughs) Sorry, sorry to, to pressure you into that. Um, no, totally. It's so easy to make one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, well, this was so delightful. Um, we'll be back in two weeks with a new episode that will be uh, Back to World Bullshit because we are reading The Love Hypothesis by Allie Hazelwood. So, yeah. So maybe we will be pivoting into becoming a D&D podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Now is the time. <laughs> Thank you both again so much. This was so much fun. Um, and I'm so happy that the four of us could do this together tonight. What a delight. Every twist and turn was perfect. Both of you were incredible. Renata, you also were incredible. And So were you. This was so much fun. And thanks to all of our listeners for listening to approximately 200 episodes or some or not all of them. It's fine. But it's fine. Yeah. It's great with a J. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, bye. Bye. Great. Yeah. <laughs> bye. bye also with a J in it somehow. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>